0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into to tonight's game show
1: presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights drop game one to the Colorado Avalanche seven to one. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And Dan, certainly not the result the Golden Knights were looking for. How do you turn the page after this game? Uh, That
2: is a good question. I think that hockey players all lose blowout games. The trouble with this one will be how the extracurriculars and the injuries could trickle into the second game. Normally, if you just get blown out, you get blown out, you can turn the page. Vegas has Marc-Andre Fleury in its back pocket to come back, and that in and of itself could help Vegas return to form and couple of days in between games, that would be a boost. Those are things in Vegas' favor. But then you start to think about, you know, what players are available for the next game, whether because of injury or what have you, potential suspensions and, and all of that, that uh, time will tell. Uh, Nazim Kadri, of course, suspended from the previous round on the Colorado side. And this was uh, a Colorado team that still dispatched the Blues with ease, despite not having Kadri. They're thinking, hey, five wins and five games, especially one like this. I mean, they are scoring it quite a clip. They've got 27 goals in five games. 27 goals in five games. So uh, right now, the Avalanche, uh, again, assuming that all of their players are healthy, uh, will be confident going into Game Two.
1: Now, when you when you look at kind of this game and you just try to break it down in terms of of the extracurriculars, in terms of really what we saw there in the third period like at, at, at what point do you just try to scrub that outside of whatever happens with supplemental discipline whatever how, how do you just try to get that out of your game And for the golden knights in terms of game number two focus on whistle to whistle playing the right way and, and getting themselves some confidence in the series against the colorado avalanche
2: yeah I, I gotta tell you i don't like any of it yeah. i don't like any of it yeah. uh you know when somebody does something on the ice that uh, a player, you know, you take exception when a guy lands a hard hit, maybe an illegal hit. Now Graves got the elbow into the head of Yanmark. Yanmark left the game. Uh, that that happens in hockey sometimes. Um, you know, Will Carrier tried to go after Graves, didn't quite work out. Then Reeves goes after him, and everything that happened at the bottom of that pile. It's you know, Reeves is, you know, I think that's beyond the bounds of. Normal hockey momentum, right? You, you land a big hit within the, the bounds of the rule book—that's great, and you can build momentum that way. It was very unlikely the Knights were going to mount a comeback and challenge for a victory in this game. So, what do you try to do? You assert your authority by, within the rule book, laying a hit. If you can challenge a guy to fight and he drops the gloves, he drops the gloves. But some of that extra stuff, uh, I, I, I have to tell you, I just don't care for it. I—I I, I think that it it mars the game. And I think that it only gives Colorado some sort of fuel going into the next one. They, they, nobody likes to have, um, you know, players, you know, all the face wash stuff. And, you know, Graves is clearly injured on, you know, in the whole skirmish and all that. And uh, Reeves got the match penalty as a result. And uh, I can understand why Jared Bednar and company would be very displeased with Ryan's actions there. And, of course, both sides got 10-minute misconduct. The officials are just trying to calm the whole thing down at that point. But... Um, I think that if, if the Knights had done within the bounds of the game something to garner momentum, that would have been fine. But they tried to do things that were outside the bounds, at least in Ryan Reeves' case, uh, and that's unfortunate because it very well may backfire. It might give more fuel to Colorado going into the next game, and it, I don't think it really generated anything for Vegas.
1: All right, Dan, as always, thank you for joining us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show, and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, as we break down this 7-1 to loss. The Golden Knights defeated by the Colorado Avalanche. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We'll
3: start with Ben Goetz, Las Vegas Review
4: Journal. Hey Pete, just what's the reaction and the emotions like after a game like that?
5: Well, obviously, uh, um, you know, you're not feeling good about yourself. Um, but I think we have to put it in perspective, and you know, playoffs are about having short memories um, and and getting ready for the next one. So, whether you lose two one or seven one, you know, you can debate uh, the meaning of of. Uh, of whether you lose badly or, or not badly. Uh, bottom line was we weren't good enough tonight. They were very good. We've got to be better uh, game two. let
3: Let's go to Jesse Granger with The Athletic. Jesse. Hey, Pete, what was your messaging, if anything, to the team uh, in the third period when things were kind of getting
2: out of hand after the whistles?
5: Well, we talked about the third going into the third about, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, let's try and – and, uh, and get our game in a good place for, uh, for game two, you know, let's have a good period. And, uh, you know, I thought for the most part we went out and did that. You know, I think, I think emotions, uh, get away. I think, uh, you know, obviously the graves hit on Yanmark and Yanmark leaving with the injury. Um, you know, that's, that's tough to watch a defenseless player. Um, you know, and one of your teammates, uh, getting hit like that and uh you know it's hard not to carry that emotion
3: through the rest of the game next question for pete tonight comes from david shane las vegas review journal
6: can you just touch a little bit on the decision to
5: go with robin uh in goal and just maybe uh the lack of defense in front of him and how frustrating that was to see yeah, well, um, you know, the decision to go with Robin was was uh, Flower just played seven games in in fourteen days and uh, and an emotional game seven. Um, you know, it was a perfect opportunity in our minds to to use uh, our other starter, and uh, that's been a strength of ours all year. And to make sure Robin got in a game and stayed sharp, because who knows when we're going to need him? So there was there was a lot of rationale for it um, you know, I wouldn't change the decision. The, the game tonight wasn't about Robin Leonard. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, we didn't play well enough in front of them.
3: Time for a few more tonight with Pete. Next we'll go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas, Sun.
5: Hi, Pete. You had mentioned the Yanmark hit. Would do you think that that was kind of what spurred on what happened in the third period? And then I guess, what are your thoughts on how that was handled? Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know how, how it was handled. I'll have to. I haven't looked at the tape, and you know, I, you know, I, I don't know the reason for the match penalty. Um, so I'll have to look at that. For sure, the emotion in the game was was a result of, of you know one of your players being uh, carried out with a dirty hit, and uh, you know that's hard that's hard to, to get past.
3: I'll take- more here tonight with pete next we'll go to christopher chapman fox sports las vegas Christopher, yeah hi pete the
5: the message coming out of the colorado locker room seems to be that ryan reeves was on a mission to hurt somebody in that third period just
3: curious your response to that i
5: don't have a response but that.
3: as we go to ron futrell channel eight las vegas uh,
0: yeah pete how, how much of a factor was you guys one day of rest they had a week off going into this game. Did that play a factor? Do you believe in the outcome?
5: I don't know. We're we're not. You know, we, we haven't made excuses all year as a group for for fatigue or playing short lineups or scheduling. Or we're not. We're not going to start
3: now. Let's go to Michael Kelly with the Associated Press.
4: Michael. Hey coach, uh just uh, quickly, is there an update on Jan Mark? If you know, what's his status going forward?
5: Uh, I don't I don't have I don't have one. Obviously didn't return for the night, so not good.
3: Final question for Pete tonight goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Review General.
5: Hi Pete. I, in the grand scheme of things, this probably doesn't matter a whole lot, but did you think their first goal was too many men on the ice with that line change? Uh you know There were so many goals tonight. I don't. Uh, I can't even remember the first goal. To be honest with you, I, I, I don't recall uh, that uh, catching my attention.
3: Thanks, Pete.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA
1: Insurance postgame show. Just heard from Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. The Golden Knights drop Game One seven to one to the Colorado Avalanche, and you know, I, an interesting game. A lot to break down here. A lot to get to in terms of of what comes next for Game Number Two. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights, and you know, we'll start off here with. Matthias Janmark and his status his health beyond just tonight's game now obviously big big hit from Ryan Graves in the second period on Matthias Janmark and Janmark did not return to the game you just heard from Pete DeBoer that he did not return it's not looking terribly good so that's something to keep an eye on as we move further and further into this series because the Golden Knights depth needed to be as as solid as it could be in this series. I mean, they spent the entire pregame show talking about how you have a third line of Matthias Janmark, Nick Waugh, and Alex Tuck, the way that they were able to finish off that Minnesota series, that's where you can start to steal some matchups, and if Yanmark's unable to go for the Golden Knights the remainder of the series, that's going to have a, a big, big impact. So... Hopefully we get some information in the next couple of days on Matthias Mark whether or not he will be available. Uh, Ryan Reeves getting a match penalty. What will that mean? Uh, match penalties uh, essentially mean that a player is suspended until further review. So uh, a lot to really keep an eye on outside of just the play on the ice tonight. And we'll try as best we can to kind of compartmentalize all of that. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go all the way to the first period. Golden Knights one day, one day of rest, one day off between their first round and starting this game second round against the Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche off for an entire week, and they really did pick up where they left off in the first round. As Miko Rantanen would open the scoring.
2: Broken up by Tapes. Theodore had made that play defensively and almost created an offensive chance. Right wing shot, they score. Miko Rantanen. One nothing Colorado. Five minutes into the first period.
1: That's Miko Rantanen from Devon Taves and Kale McCarr at 4:55 of the first period to make it one to nothing Colorado. As the Avalanche continued to press, Kale McCarr would thread a perfect pass to Captain Gabe Landeskog to add to the lead. A couple of knights are there pushing it up the boards to the left point.
2: Graves to the right, back to the left. The shot. They score. Landeskog got a wide open goal. Cross ice, passing, 2-0 Colorado.
1: That's Landeskog from Makar and Gerrard at 10-13 of the first period to make it 2 nothing Colorado. We would head to the second period. Still a close game in, in terms of can the Golden Knights come back? Absolutely. Have we seen them come back from two goals down in the playoffs? Yes, we have. Although, I think you look at the... the I think you look at the Colorado Avalanche in this situation, they understand that the Golden Knights have a potent offense. They understand that the Golden Knights could come back in a game, and Brandon Saad would add to the lead. Here's a chance.
2: They score! Sod coming in on the left side. billys it inside the left post. Blocker side of Leonard. 3-0 Colorado a minute into
1: the second period. That's Brandon Saad from Valerie Nachuskin and Kale McCarr at one 0 of the second period to make it 3-0. Avalanche. Nathan McKinnon would soon join the onslaught, picking up his first of the series.
2: Setting up Carlson, he's double teamed and falls over far side, Lead to the middle, Leibor reaches in, knocked it down, swept away from the slot, still in the zone. Graves deals left, left wing shot, score! Nathan McKinnon, 4-0 Colorado, four minutes into the second.
1: That's Nathan McKinnon from Ryan Graves and Miko Rantanen at 4.03 of the second period to make it 4-0 Avalanche. And then the the entire game really in terms of physicality, in terms of chippiness, in terms of the, the extracurriculars changed on this hit from Ryan Graves.
2: Off a stick, hoping to get it to Yanmar. He gets forearm in the face. He goes down. Penalty coming up, interference call. Yanmark is on his belly, and there are multiple fights that have broken out. The athletic trainer Kyle Morris on onto the ice
1: after that huge hit from Ryan Graves, and after it knocked Matthias Yanmark out of the game, the Golden Knights would chase retribution. This would lead to an avalanche power play, and Gabe Landeskog. Would get his second goal of the night.
2: Here on the left side with Don Score. The car out high. Minute on the power play. To the right, Granton shooting score. Tipped in at the back door. Gabriel Landeskog, Power play goal. Five-nothing. Colorado with five thirty-seven to go here in the second period.
1: That's Gabe Landeskog, his second of the night from Miko Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon at 14.23 the second period to make it 5-0 Colorado. It was a power play goal. The Golden Knights, however, would finally answer back as William Carlson would get one.
2: Here's a chance for the Knights out in front. Backdoor play, they score. Nick Holden pinching in at the left side of the crease. A broken play for Colorado. And Nick Holden finally stops the bleeding for Vegas. His first goal of the Stanley Cup playoffs.
1: That's William Carlson from Max Pacioretty and Jonathan So at 14.59 in the second period to make it 5-1. The Avalanche would get one right back as Nathan McKinnon would get his second goal of the night.
2: Up the right side, McKinnon scores! Lips it by the glove of Leonard. Second of the day for Nathan McKinnon. 6-1
1: Colorado. That's McKinnon, his second of the game from Jonas Donskoy and Gabriel Landeskog. 17.05 of the second period to make it 6-1 Colorado after a contentious third period. And a Ryan Reeves match penalty for intent to injure, Cale McCarr would put the exclamation point on the night with a goal.
2: Stevenson with Tuck, a give and go at the left goal line. Off tuck stick, Stone missed it, and clears it out. No icing, holding to the D zone to recover for Viggs. Holden plays right wing side of center, Smith cuts in.
1: And all that was left really in this game as we look through it was the final call.
2: A high in the net, Nemeth chips it around the boards. And now Taves, slides it around the rim and that's it. It's a one-sided affair in game one of the second round. Avalanche seven, Golden Knights one.
1: There you have it. 7 to 1, the final. I will give you this though. The AAA insurance save of the game. This just counts as one. This is just like the Golden Knights don't lose two games by losing 7 to 1 here. They get another opportunity. You still have an opportunity to get yourself the split in Colorado. That is our AAA Insurance Save of the Game. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. And again, I, I think you you're not going to write this series off now. I don't think you should. It would be unwise. That being said, for the Golden Knights, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered, as in who will be available on Wednesday due to injury, due to any pending supplemental discipline? But beyond that, how do you answer this game? How do the Golden Knights turn the page but come with a different look in game number two? That I think is most interesting. That's what I'm choosing to to look at and what I'm choosing to to really break down as we go throughout the rest of the night. Got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city
1: does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. Today, it's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights fall to the Colorado Avalanche 7-1 to the final. And for the Golden Knights, it's all about regrouping. And I, I guess when you... When you try to put everything in the context, it's a one nothing series lead for the Colorado Avalanche. And like I was just trying to say you don't lose an extra game by getting blown out in game number 1. And Pete DeBoer kind of talked about that in his post-game media availability. Whether you lose 2 to 1 or 7 to 1, it's you know, it it still only counts as one loss. And for the Golden Knights, they've been behind the eight ball before in the playoffs. And and I'm not saying this To excuse that, what I am saying is we've seen the Golden Knights rattle off three wins in a row as they did against Minnesota. That's going to be a a taller task here against the Colorado Avalanche for sure. Uh, But we've also seen this team struggle in terms of their starts. Their first periods, by and large, have not been where they've needed to be all playoff long. They struggled against Minnesota with their first periods. They struggled tonight against Colorado with their first period. And even though there are reasons that you can point to going to altitude, playing a grueling seven-game series against the Minnesota Wild, to just have a quick turnaround one day on travel and start your second-round series against the Colorado Avalanche, who were waiting in the Winks. And I really misread this game. I did. Because I thought the Golden Knights and the way that they finished out, the way that they closed out Minnesota in Game 7, I thought you could ride that confidence into this game and jump on Colorado early. But the Avalanche, a team that I thought would at least be a bit rusty to start this game, were anything but rusty they were rested they came out with a lot of pace and i just don't think the golden knights were expecting the colorado avalanche to be clicking on all cylinders like they were and like i i get that that's kind of an an interesting take simply because the colorado avalanche were fantastic through the first four games of their playoff run in sweeping the st louis blues they were very good but you have more than a week off. You tend to think that some of the details in your game just aren't going to be there, especially early. I thought a, a lead early for the Golden Knights was going to be vital. They didn't get it. In fact, it went the other way. You know, And and then you look at this game, right? You look at the fact that Robin Leonard gets the start, and I think everyone, everyone that sat here before the game could understand the reasoning behind that, right? You've got Robin Leonard, who hasn't played a game in 20 days. Nearly three weeks between starts for Robin Leonard. So what do you do? You you have to believe that at some point, if you continue to move along in these playoffs, while Marc-Andre Fleury has been exceptional, you have to believe at some point you're going to have to go to Robin Leonard. Even if it's just for a game. Even if it's just for certain spots where you're trying to get strategic rest for Marc-Andre Fleury, you have to go there. And for a guy that hadn't played in three weeks, you've got to figure out a way to keep him sharp, get him starts. I understand the reasoning behind it. I think everybody, if if they're really, really being honest with themselves, understood the reasoning. But against the Colorado Avalanche, you have to have your best foot forward at all times. Because this is a team that I truly believe is good enough and strong enough and deep enough to go on a long run. And for the Golden Knights, it's now about figuring out how to take four of the next six games against this club. That's what's ahead of Pete DeBoer. That's what's ahead of the Golden Knights. And I think they're going to regroup. I think they're going to have the effort that they need on Wednesday night to try to get the split and come home exactly where they wanted to be as they before they went on the road to Colorado. We are back to wrap it up next. AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center.
0: Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's
1: your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, wrapping it up here. The Golden Knights fall to the Colorado Avalanche, 7-1 to in Game 1, second round, Stanley Cup playoffs. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And for the Golden Knights, it was all Avalanche. It was all Avalanche from... From Miko Rantanen's backhand goal early in the first period, all the way through to Kale McCarr's goal in the third period to make it 7 1. It was a game that was largely played at the pace and dictated by the Colorado Avalanche. You look at Kale McCarr, four point night. You look at Sam Girard, Devon Taves, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, Gabe Landeskog, like all the names that you'd expect to be there in a 7-1 game for Colorado, were there. The Golden Knights did not and could not shut down the dynamic offense of the Colorado Avalanche. So, in terms of what do you need to fix, how do you change this? Well, you'd imagine Marc-Andre Fleury will start in Game 2 for the Golden Knights. And then beyond that, it's pretty simple. You gotta shut down McKinnon, Ranton, and Landeskog. You've got to make the Colorado Avalanche beat you without those players doing the majority of the damage. And really, for the Golden Knights, you just gotta be ready to play from the, the opening puck drop in game number two. That's gonna do it for us here on the AAA Insurance post-game show. Extended postgame show's next, right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center.
0: It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knights fall to the Colorado Avalanche, 7-1 in Game 1 of the second round. Of the stanley cup playoffs hanging out here at victories bar and grill inside the cannery wing fest it's been kind to me kinder certainly than the golden knights and this is where we this is where we hear from you right like this is your post game show and the number it stays the same 702-876-1340 702 702- if you would like to join us here. And we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We can talk about hits. We can talk about seven goals. We can talk about goalies. We can talk about how do the Golden Knights turn the page? How do they look ahead toward Wednesday night? 7 p.m. puck drop on Wednesday in game number two. 702-876-1340 is the number Let's get out to the phone lines, bring in Dave. Dave, how are you doing? I'm good, Ryan. How are you? I'm good.
7: The thing that I want to say is there was a team on the ice tonight that was worse than the Golden Knights, and that's the Donkeys with strikes. Okay. Uh, This game was not officiated nearly what the Minnesota Wild series was.
1: I, I, I tend to disagree on that. The Minnesota Wild series had uh, essentially no penalties. There were there were literally three games in a row in which the referees made a concerted effort to absolutely swallow their whistles and not call anything. You're right. But tonight's
7: game, that hit that Gray's made on Yanmark. Yep. After seeing the re- replay, hit him right square in the chin. I think he hit
1: him. I think he hit him in the chest. And then and that's as in nope. Well and, right, and but principal point of contact I I, I in looking okay. at the replays and looking at it in real time, principal point of contact is through the through the chest, through the center mass with head contact secondary.
7: And then the uh, Ryan Reeves ejection, mm-hmm. that whole melee started with Grubauer.
1: I in in what way?
7: Grubauer... Hit Reeves before he made contact with Graves across the back of his calf with
1: his stick. Okay, so do you,
7: he playing his stick and hit Reeves right across the back of his calf before so, Reeves made contact with Graves.
1: So, in in terms of of that scrum, you, you, at, at, you don't think that there was message sending there? by ryan reeves like you don't think that ryan sure Reeves, in that situation was going to try to send a message to ryan graves sure there was so how did philip grubauer tip the scales in that favor
7: like by hitting it, by hitting reeves in the back of the calves before that even started
1: Yeah, right i i think a that that would have
7: started dave dave not to not to off.
1: dave hold on I think that those things would have happened regardless of if Philip Grubauer slashed Ryan Reeves. Is that, is that fair to say?
7: Maybe not to the extreme that it went.
1: I think the extreme that it went is because the Golden Knights were frustrated at the hit from Ryan Graves on Matthias Yanmark. No doubt. Okay. No doubt. Thanks for the call, Dave. I, listen, I, I think that in this situation, the extracurricular stuff from the Golden Knights in the, in the third period isn't what you want to see. Right? Like, it's not what you want to see from this team. Because we know how good the Golden Knights are. We know how much this team relies on its skill and its talent to win hockey games. And I understand being upset. I understand being frustrated by the play from Ryan Graves on Matthias Janmark. I I absolutely understand all of that. But what I think has to happen in those moments is... If you have a player in Ryan Graves who's electing not to fight, he doesn't want to fight, Okay, that's, that's on him. You can't just go around and try to police the game the way that you want it to if you're a player. But for the Golden Knights, get yourself back in the game. On that power play that the Golden Knights got, because of the Ryan Graves hit, score a goal. Go out there and beat Colorado on the scoreboard so that they stop taking penalties that's really where i would that's where i would go that's what i would do but i mean listen in the heat of the battle in the heat of the moment i absolutely understand the golden knights being frustrated i do i just think there are better ways to go out there and send a message to the colorado avalanche 702-876-1340 let's head back out to the phone lines bring in mike mike how you doing
6: well i hate to be rita but dave's got to hose himself down (laughs) That's not anything to do with why we lost, obviously. And furthermore, I never thought for a second that Leonard would not start game one, because what are you going to do? What if what if Mark was involved in this debacle tonight and Flurry has been hit with a loss of, say, 5-1 to one or something like that? Then you've got to come back with Leonard in the next game. After 31 days off, you'd really have your hands full at that point, so... There, there's nothing else you could do in that situation that I could see uh, unless you see something that I didn't see there
1: no I I think you're right there I mean listen you, you wanted to try to keep Robin Leonard sharp you wanted to get him a game and you know I think you you're kind of hoping to ride the momentum of a game seven win into a quick start here and you know you get you get a good performance out of Robin Leonard you're able to steal game one you go back to Marc-Andre Fleury it kind of sets you up in the best possible way, it just didn't work out that way for the Golden Knights tonight.
6: No, and we're not the St. Louis Blues. It's not three to nothing. It's one to nothing. That's all it is. By the way, are you going to give Chris Chapman a little good-natured ribbing for getting caught in the crossfire tonight?
1: Oh, 100%. Come on. You, you <laughs> know me so well.
6: All right, Mike. Thanks. Indeed.
1: Yeah, thanks for the call, Mike. You're absolutely right. It's it's just one game. And for the Golden Knights, a team that that can bounce back, we've seen it happen—not just game to game, but with within a game. I, I would expect them to be much better on Wednesday. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Rita. Rita, how you doing?
8: Well, you know, been better. One hundred percent. And now you got to hear me out on this. Okay. Because I'm not—I don't like WWE. I never watch it, so third period wasn't real good for me. But you figure the Avalanche players probably watched our game seven. Uh And they saw Yanmark got a hat trick and basically helped us win the game. You can't tell what's in someone's brain, but you can't say, too, that Graves, he knows Yanmark's already been hit when he comes at him. Maybe in the back of his mind, he had intent to injure, too. But Nobody's looking at that because Big Bad Reeves was in there. Yeah,
1: I you know, I, I think that when you when you play the game the way that Ryan Graves does and he's a, he's a bigger guy, he's a strong guy and he looks to make plays, he looks to make hits. like I, I think that there's just kind of an element to when he hits, he's hitting to hurt. I, I don't think that he's hitting to hurt to end anyone's career i just think that when you're that big you're that strong and you're trying to make those plays you want those hits to have a lasting impression
8: um yeah but he knows janmark was already being hit by him i don't remember what that player got to Yanmark. yeah edge, but I, I mean matias was, was already on him
1: yeah he was trying to peel out of the corner and you know the the play happened incredibly fast i i, I again I'm not denying that there's head contact with, uh, with Ryan Graves and Matthias Janmark. I don't think that the head contact was the principal point of contact. Like, if you slow no. the hit down, I, I do think that, that, you know, in terms of the, the call on the ice, it's an interference penalty. It certainly was interference. Um, I would be surprised. This is just me basing my opinion on similar hits. Even similar hits from certain Golden Knights players and certain games throughout this season, and what did or didn't get supplemental discipline, I would be surprised if there's supplemental discipline for Ryan Graves. That's that's just where you that's just think where there I'm would at. Be. I don't I think mean, there will be. No, it was a hit to the head. I I think that it's it's a little bit more nuanced than than the head contact. I, I really do. I think that that Department of Player Safety is going to look at that play. They're going to see most of the contact. In the in the body and then secondary contact with the head and I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna get suspended listen would I like to be wrong absolutely do I want to see plays like what happened with Ryan Graves and Matthias Janmark not happen in this game sure but this is not the same hit as Nazem Kadri on Justin Falk it's not even close
8: well okay but you know I mean I'm testing <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, and, and I get it, like 100%. You, you have every right to be upset. You have every right to be frustrated. And, you know, again, in terms of what supplemental discipline does, I've been wrong before. I'd gladly be, be wrong in this situation. I don't know that it's going to happen. I don't know that Graves is going to get suspended. I, I wonder what will come of the ryan reeves match penalty and thanks for the call
8: rita it sounds like player safety is gonna be real damn busy for the next couple days
1: yeah i think you're absolutely right and thank you for the call this is one of those things where you're in a playoff series these types of things can happen because the stakes are incredibly high both of these teams know how good the other is and both know they've got to get through one another to get to the to to where they ultimately want to be let's head back out to the phone lines bring in lou lou how you doing
4: hey ryan man you know this is two games in a row that I've had to follow Rita and it, it, it's, it's almost like watching rage against the machine and then having smashing pumpkins. Come on <laughs> right after. It's just a lot of stress on me, man. I get it. Um, dude. I get it. You know, I, uh, number one, to go back a few callers, anybody who loses a game like this and turns around and says, Oh, the referees, you're out of your mind, man. You lose a game two to one maybe because of poor refereeing, 3-1. to one. Eh, this game, nah, there, there's some other bigger problems uh, at work here. I don't think the referees were horrible. They had a lot to manage
1: tonight. Yeah.
4: Um, and, uh, you know, I, I hate that this happened to Leonard. Man, I, I, I would have liked to, you know, even in a loss, I just would have liked to have seen a stronger performance for his psyche. But in losing a game like this, too, as a team, I think this is easier to write off than... Than a one to nothing overtime loss because you look at this team you were four four in the regular season and you got to say to yourself this team isn't that much better than us they were tonight but they're not and you write it off and you, and you get ready for game two.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you in, in that regard Lou and thank you for the call like I think that this game makes the Golden Knights angry and not angry in the let's go out and punch them in the mouth type of way I think it makes the Golden Knights angry in that we're a better team than this. And we're going to go out and prove it on Wednesday night. So I think the response from Vegas is going to be exactly what you hope it will be if you're a Golden Knights fan and you look ahead toward game number two. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from the uh,
1: Victories Bar and Grill inside of the cannery. Golden Knights lose to the Colorado Avalanche 7-1. to Game number two, Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Pre-game, 6 o'clock. Looking for a better performance from the Golden Knights, top to bottom, all the way around. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing?
9: Uh, well, been better, but got to move on. Yep. So I didn't, like, watch all of the St. Louis games. Because sometimes they overlapped, and then I have kids, so obviously I can't <laughs> watch all the time. Yeah. Um, but do you know what the refing was like during that series? Was it... Wall their whistles like they did the last three games with us
1: versus Minnesota? or No, like, so the Colorado Avalanche are an interesting team. They take a lot of penalties, and there are a lot of penalties called on their opponents. Like, in terms of the rate of play, there are many more penalties called in games that feature the Colorado Avalanche than games that don't feature the Colorado Avalanche, if that kind of answers your question. There is an uptick of penalties called whenever Colorado plays a game. Wow.
9: So, you know, I think Dan probably or Gary did say something about that during the broadcast. I just, I remember calling in when the refs were swallowing their whistles during our last series, and just being worried about players trying to push the limit and do more and more and more and right up along that line and hope it doesn't get called, and I feel like it just kind of Loaded during this game and um, really, I'm really I'm just hoping that you know this they got it all out during this game just left all of the anger and aggression and just whatever that was and can work through it on these next two days until the next game and and come back ready to play hockey not like Rita said WWE
1: yeah I you know I, I agree with you hundred percent Stephanie just in, in terms of What I want to see from the Golden Knights, it's not about between the whistles. It's not about face washes or scrums or anything like that. What what I want to see Vegas do in terms of sending a message to Colorado in game number two, go out there and beat them in the first period and then build from there.
9: Yeah, I mean, we haven't had great first periods, but it's abundantly clear that that needs to change if we want to move forward.
1: Yeah, and thank you for the call, Stephanie. You're, you're absolutely right. The starts for the Golden Knights in this series have to be better than what they were through the first seven against Minnesota and tonight. Like, you can't you can't survive against Colorado putting yourself behind the eight ball. You can't do it. You you, you don't want to put yourself in that position if you're the Golden Knights. You don't want to do it in game number two. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Nathan. Nathan, how you doing?
7: I'm doing good. A little disappointed, but you got to understand one thing. A lot of my friends were calling me after the game, blaming yep. Why did they put in Leonard. Leonard was in the reason. Everybody was tired. They came off the first round, seven games. Okay. And then they had one day to rest. And Colorado's been off, what, for a week? Is that correct? Yes. About a week? Yep. Okay. And they came in there full force. I know they swept the Blues and they were off for a week. I mean uh Leonard's a good goalie just like Fleury is but uh, getting back to that hit on jam mark i think i don't know if that was intentional or unintentional but i mean i hope he's not out firmly because he's a you know he's the one that saved us in game seven
1: yeah nathan thank you for the call i i, I don't you know i, I it's as in terms of matias janmark the hope is that he's going to be okay the hope is that he's going to be available for the golden knights um Intentional or not, Ryan Graves absolutely meant to hit Matthias Yanmark. I I don't know that you're you're going to be able to convince Department of Player Safety that it was intentional to hit Matthias Yanmark in the head in the follow through of the hit. But I don't know. We'll see what kind of comes from that. Uh, beyond that, I, I do think that you know you just you got to regroup here. You got to regroup and you've got to find a way. To get, the, to get the Colorado Avalanche behind the eight ball early on in game number two. The split is still possible. The Golden Knights can still come back to Vegas with a 1-1 series. So it's still on the cards right now for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Golden Knights drop game one to the Colorado Avalanche, seven to one. Your reactions here It's your postgame show, as I like to say. Let's head out to the phone lines once again. Bring in Billy. Billy, how you doing?
10: I'm doing all right. Uh, I enjoyed the game, just... Wishes for a better outcome. I had a feeling, though, that that was kind of way up to to go.
1: Sorry, I, c- I couldn't hear you, Billy. Can you say that one more time?
10: I was just not surprised by the, the way that the game went. Well, uh, the break that Colorado had, you could see they were much quicker, much, uh, you know, just disciplined compared to the Knights. The Knights were just too tired, it looked like.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I I do think that, you know, there's a a case to be made in this situation that the Colorado Avalanche came out as a rested team and they had their legs and the Golden Knights couldn't really find theirs. Uh, You know, at at the same time, I I do think going into this game, there was reason to believe that Colorado might have been a little rusty to start. And I thought the Golden Knights could jump on them there. And they, they just didn't they didn't do that to 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 the extent that you'd like to see. I'd like to see in the first period.
10: That's, that's what i thought too but at the same time with the the series that the, the knights just came off of i kind of had a feeling that this one was going to be a rough one for them and they they needed to come out better in game 2 just you ready to play
1: do you do you expect that they will like do you think they'll bounce back do you think they come back to vegas with the 1-1 series split
10: uh, I I think they have a very good chance to. They, yeah. they have the ability to. Um, they usually do come back on a terrible game and, and play a much better game, usually. So I, I don't see why not.
1: Yeah, I, I'm right there with you, Billy. Thank you for the call. I, I think that this is the type of game where the Golden Knights are going to leave it and say to themselves, we can be a lot better. We should be a lot better. And they're angry they're upset that they weren't better in game one they didn't have a better opening salvo in this series so i would expect the golden knights to be much better in game number two we're back to wrap it up next extended post game show fox sports las vegas
0: back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Wrapping it up here, extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 7 to 1, the final. The Colorado Avalanche dispatched the Golden Knights in game number 1, take a 1 to nothing series lead. The Golden Knights have another opportunity to get the split in Colorado on Wednesday and listen. In terms of this game, I do hope that it serves the purpose of generally angering the Golden Knights. And again, when I say generally angering the Golden Knights, I don't mean to go out there and try to be chippy. I don't mean to do anything extracurricular. I'm not talking about face face washes or scrums or anything after the whistle. I hope the Golden Knights are angered by the fact that they didn't play enough hockey in this game because when the golden knights play their game and when they play the type of game they need to play in order to prove how good they are they're incredibly difficult to play against they're hard to beat they check tight and there's not a lot of time and space out there for the colorado avalanche way too much of it tonight for landis mckinnon and rantanen if the golden knights can clean that up and get back to playing their hockey dictating place or dictating pay uh, play then i think they'll be all right in this series but they've got to get to it and they've got to do it quickly on wednesday that will be game number two wednesday night seven o'clock puck drop six o'clock pregame show thanks to jeff rubino down here turning the knobs keeping us sounding fresh thanks to bobby machado back in the studio and thanks to all of you our listeners and our callers we're calling in today i know it's not the result you were looking for but it is just one game the golden knights will have another crack at it on wednesday we will talk to you then right here on fox sports las vegas
0: thanks for listening to the extended golden knights post game show on fox sports radio 98.9 fm at thirteen forty a.m your home for the vegas golden knights have a good night and drive safe